Welcome back to PPE for the Mind. Today we're going to be practicing using our gears for the right context. Can we just start with a little bit of a drill to get us focused and present? Close your eyes and just kind of notice what your mind is doing right now. Just notice what's on your mind. And then just notice your feelings. So give your body a bit of an MRI scan. Notice any emotional feelings you have. And just notice where in your body you can feel those. And then notice any areas of discomfort or changes in sensation. And just notice them. We're not trying to get rid of them. We're not trying to relax. We're trying to actually wake up to them. And then come back, open your eyes, and see if you can kind of connect with your body. So kind of just notice that right now you're in a body. Have a bit of a stretch. Push your feet down if you can do that. Squiggle about in your chair. And then kind of engage with me and the other guys in the room. Maybe lick around your own room, notice any cobwebs, notice what you can hear. Because we've been thinking, haven't we, about how quickly we are hijacked. And when we're hijacked by our thoughts and feelings, we're kind of disengaged. That's the space that we don't really enjoy life. If my husband is talking to me and I'm hijacked in my head, absent and disengaged, I'm not going to get much out of that conversation. So that's the reason we want to kind of deal with this hijacking situation in order to do what's important and appreciate who's important to us. We're going to strengthen four psychological processes. So just to remind you, the processes are awareness. So we want to strengthen our awareness and ability to notice. The next process is our ability to notice we've been hijacked, but then to disentangle from the thoughts and feelings that we might notice. And then when we're disentangled, we have freedom to drive our own van. And we talked about how our values are our sat-nav. Once we've disentangled, we're free to choose. And what are we free to choose? We're free to go in the direction of our values. So that's where we've got to. What we're going to think about today is gears. Tell me about the purpose of gears. Why do we have gears? Why do we have different gears? Makes it easier to speed up. What gears would you use to speed up? Um, we used to go with lower gears to be able to um, get your acceleration going up. And then when you're going faster, then you go to a higher gear. So we wouldn't necessarily say that fifth gear is superior to first and second gear. We would kind of say it depends on the context. If I was driving out my very small drive in fifth gear, what do you reckon might happen? You'd stole the car. Depends on your car. If it was a good car, it'd just go really slowly. <laughs> it might stall, it might go really slowly. So being in the wrong gear isn't great. What about if I set off, drove all the way in first gear up the M1? What would happen? Need to make a lot of stops for fuel. 
car would be screaming and I guess it might eventually even blow up. What people are very aware of is that we have gears in our cars and on our bikes and we use them in different contexts. What people are much less aware of is that we have two gears of the mind. We have thinking gear, that's the first gear, and that's a really great gear because if you didn't have thinking gear and I didn't have thinking gear, we wouldn't be here together. So at some point today, you had to put yourself in thinking gear in order to get yourself washed and dressed and ready to be in front of the screen right now. So in thinking gear, we're pretty effective if we're wanting to do something, if we've got a goal in hand, if we're doing some work, we want to be doing analyzing, planning. It's good to have thinking gear. But I don't know about you, I'm in thinking gear too much, which is a bit like trying to drive everywhere in either fifth gear or first gear. And that's kind of what it's like when we're in thinking gear, when we would actually be better off being in sensing gear. So sensing gear is when we are pretty tuned in to one of our five senses. When we're in sensing gear, we're present, we're engaged, we're focused. So we can be like that in thinking gear as well. Can you think of a context when you might be in thinking gear when you need to be in sensing gear or when you're in sensing gear and you need to be in thinking gear? Is this like when you, people walk down the street on their phones not paying attention to what's going on around them? Absolutely. Are you aware of other places that you're kind of distracted into thinking mode? nearly all the time when I end up saying that I'm going to watch a film with my husband or something we both end up sitting there doing something else like playing on our phones or replying to emails or text messages it's not that we don't care about the film it's that we first of all convince ourselves that we can multitask and second of all those other interactions with other people are actually really important so it might be that like my mum needs something or my sister's telling me that she's having trouble with her daughter or, you know, there's all of those other interactions are really important. There's just no time for them. You're wanting to be in a sensing mode and um, there's something important there about kind of relationship time or um, doing something relaxing and then your mind hijacks you with, you need to deal with this and this is more important and there's distraction. Yeah. And, and I wonder what the consequences are. I was I was laughing about it only the other day because then my relationship with my husband then suffers because he thinks that I'm not then putting in the effort to the relationship that I have with him and then I'm not relaxing to watch the film with him so then we both don't understand the film and then I am putting all my attention and I'm thinking about other things and in fact that happens to everybody. Yeah, I think smartphones are really not very smart, actually, to be honest. I think they've really sabotaged us as humans. I spent a lot of time a few years ago kind of thinking about this, and I actually ended up taking my emails and all social media off my phone. So if you think about it, we're born into sensing mode. You don't see small children multitasking. And in fact, you see often their parents trying to drag them out of sensing mode. And I think when I'm in sensing made wrong or thinking made wrong, so staring out the window when I should be working or in thinking made when I should be staring out the window, that makes me experience cognitive problems. I forget, 
I drop balls, I can't concentrate to read a book, and they're the kinds of problems. So I'm thinking, well, I'm supposed to have 95% capacity cognitively, and if that kind of behaviour tugs me into 70%, then maybe as someone with MS, if you're already kind of struggling at 85%, then you're going to be pulled down to 55%. They're just numbers I've pulled out of my head. But you can kind of really start to see, well, I suppose maybe you're talking about, I have a full tank in my van. It doesn't really matter how much time the hijackers take it and drive around the whole of England, because there'll probably still be some fuel left for me. But Mm. I guess if your tank starts off at 60% and then the hijackers have constantly got it and they're driving you around all sorts of places, when they finally dump it somewhere, there's not going to be much fuel left for you. Yeah, you do have cognitive problems, but this is going to not only make your cognitive problems worse, it's also going to make your fatigue worse because it's exhausting and being in the wrong gear leaves you with a sense of restlessness overburden that kind of free-floating anxiety i don't know if you experience that when you've got too many windows open where you just can't settle and i do wonder whether lockdown has freed people up a bit from that so the more we strengthen our awareness the more we'll get better at unconsciously knowing when we're in the right gear How you can notice very quickly when you're not in sensing mode is if you're in your mind TARDIS. If you're thinking about anything other than what we're doing now, your TARDIS has hijacked you because memories are only in the past. If you're actually planning what you're going to do after this session, you're in your mind TARDIS because that's the future. We're going to do a little bit of practice. If you just push your feet down, Or if you just put your hands together, you've kind of walked into sensing mode. So you've changed gear. These are skills, this kind of strengthening awareness, disentangling, doing what's important, they're skills, and we need to practice changing gear. That's the end of another episode. Thank you very much for joining us. Don't forget to practice. In order for you to have effective working PPE for the mind, you need to keep noticing, keep disentangling to make sure that you're keeping your life in the direction that you want it to go.